Who's Bekistan? Where's Bekistan? Why's Bekistan? How's Bekistan? Beck is in Uzbekistan. What's going good and what's going bad? And she's live from Tashkent, Uzbekistan, in the heart of Central Asia. Hey, welcome to episode 18 of Uzbekistan. Okay, jumping in. What am I excited about? What am I puzzled by? And how long do I plan to stay? So, um, I am excited about Russians. So, uh, as you've heard me mention some this year, so in October, there was this massive tidal wave of Russian people who moved here um, fleeing the war. So, um, it was a lot, it's a lot of men, but there are also couples and young families. And it's a, it's a, it's the full age range from, you know, people in their early 20s to people, you know, into their 40s and 50s. But the overwhelming bulk of them are, I would say, probably like, you know, 20s and 30s, but like I said, but, but all ages represented at some point and in different life circumstances. Um, the wave began last spring, and some, some came then, and some came after October, but the tidal wave was in October with the overnight train from Russia through Kazakhstan arriving in Tashkent every morning with train loads full of them. Um, I wish I had a number and I wish I had a percentage, but they they divided into two groups. It was the people who just came here as a transit point to open a bank account and get a visa to where they actually wanted to go, and then the other group who stayed here. Like I said, I wish I had some numbers on this or a you know some kind of ratio, but um, but a lot did stay. The immediate effect on this was significant raises in housing prices here because the Russians come with good salaries, most of them working remote tech jobs. Um, but but as the year has played out now, it's just cracking me up that everywhere I go, I'm with Russian people everywhere. Um, you know, there's lots of Russian people at the hotel. Having been snowboarding three times, that was with a lot of Russians. Uh, went to go see Hamlet in Russian. That was with a lot of Russians. Went on a hiking tour group thing yesterday. That was with a lot of Russians. And I sort of put them in in some different categories. So there's Russian Russians, and there's Russian Uzbeks, and then I guess we'll call the other group Uzbek Uzbeks. So, yeah, so, you know, how many of these Russian Russians who've been here since the fall? And... I just think it's interesting that they like to do the same things I like to do. Obviously, they like winter sports and they like like art and culture. Oh, yes, Friday night I was. There's been a big dance festival. Um, I was at a performance from a ballet uh, dance company, not ballet, but a dance company that was an interpretation of Pygmalion, and I mean it was phenomenal. And, you know, the overwhelming part of the audience was Caucasian in some form or some format. Um, I mean, there are some Uzbeks there, but, um, but anyway, 
So, I mean, it just begs the question if there's been this infusion of educated upper middle class people, what the effects of that there are here. One effect is this has got to have been a boondoggle, well, not only for the real estate industry, but for these, you know, tour companies and, and art art things, that that gave them just a, a huge increase in customer base. So, you know, I think that's interesting. I enjoy the ones I know and I've met. Their stories are interesting. They're a little reluctant to really... Um, I've not heard somebody, like, really spill the beans in everything they think and feel about the situation. Um, a young woman on the tour group with me yesterday, she was on the tour alone, but she's here with her husband and a small child. And she said, we are a traitor to our country for leaving it, but we had to go with our conscience. And I emphatically told her, you are not a traitor to your country. You are protecting your husband and the father of your child. So, you know, I don't know. I wonder if other of them feel that way, and that's why they're, you know, a, a little bit not really effusive about why they're here. I don't know, but I just thought that was very interesting. So, yeah, so I'm excited about the infusions of Russians here and the effects that has on, the effect that has on, on life here. Similarly, it begs the question that I'm puzzled about, and I don't know the appropriate terminology for this, but we're just going to call it colonization. You know, it begs the question of what are the pros and cons of colonization? Because I'll tell you honestly, it's it's not all a bad thing that, you know, I always think about Hong Kong in my time there, that the British people, you know, built the Hong Kong metro system, bought the uh, built the Hong Kong uh, airport, which were, you know, infrastructure marvels that, you know, had a tremendous positive effect on the economy there. And just, you know, the infusion of English that came with the British in Hong Kong and how that opened up Hong Kong for international business. And, yeah, I mean, all colonization is not inherently bad. But it does open up other questions that, like, seeing that, you know, Russian culture and Uzbek culture, from my point of view, an expert could tell you otherwise, but from my point of view, are very, very different. And it just kind of makes me wonder, like, were there a bunch of Uzbek people here living in the desert in their historical sites, happy as a clam, and all of a sudden here come the Russians and say, hey, by the way, let's build some roads and metros and... Um, we're gonna send a ballet company there, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna send the Russian theater company there, and we're gonna design our your roads in the way that they look in Russia. You know, I don't know. You know, is that forcing? Was that forcing? You know, development and a lifestyle. You know, and a culture and a language. 
was that forcing them upon that in an adverse way or a positive way? You know, maybe it's some of both. Um, I've learned over the course of this year, so Tashkent is a, is a created city that was built by the Russians. I'm not sure precisely in what year, but in 1966, there was a catastrophic earthquake here, and they rebuilt the city on the other side of the canal. So there's the old part of the city and the new part of the city, which is where I live and where I do everything. I've rarely even been over to the other side, maybe just a few times, um, because there's nothing there. Um, bunch of Uzbek slums. But, um, but yeah, so they had had this, you know, massive, massive rebuild in 1966. And I've been told during that time they bought, brought in a lot of labor from other Soviet republics. And a lot of those people stayed here because they saw that this was a, a good place to live. So, yeah, so Tashkent is a manufactured Russian city. As opposed to the other cities in Uzbekistan, which were traditionally on the Silk Road. So, you know, was that a good thing the Soviets came here, you know, and, quote, developed it and brought all this art and culture? Or, you know, did that rob the local culture here or suppress, you know... Uh, suppress what it what it normally would have been. I don't know. Definitely the language piece is a big one. I'm pretty sure that the Uzbek language was suppressed here during the, the Soviet reign and that, you know, everyone had to learn Russian. But, you know, but no one, no one Russia, you know, no one Russian gives you economic opportunity since that's the lingua franca of this region. So, you know, I guess the issue be forcing people, I guess, would be the sticking point. But, yeah, what are the pros and cons of colonization, and how do the people feel about that on other sides? It has certainly brought a lot of economic opportunity to the Russian people are here. Although, there are poor Russian people here also. Both of the cleaners at the hotel are ethnically Russian. Um, one is married with two children. One is divorced with two young children. Uh, and there, I mean, and I, there are there are other Russian people around town in low level jobs, but it seems to be the majority seem to be seem to be pretty affluent here. Um, but like I said, there are, there are definitely exceptions, and that's just from what I have observed personally. So, in conclusion, I'm I'm excited about what the Russians have brought to this community, and I'm puzzled about the effects of you know colonization, for lack of a better word. Or maybe that is the word. I don't know. And how long do I plan to stay? How long do I plan to stay? How long do I plan to stay? Um, I'm getting pretty close to having an answer to that question. Um, so keep tuning in. I can say this, I feel better about living here than I did the first week of February when I had just gotten back from America. So just enjoying just tons of art and culture and outdoor activities. So that has made me feel much more optimistic about staying. Okay, so eh, we'll see how it goes. 
whoever you are, wherever you are. Thank you for listening. Okay, bye-bye.